0: SheQuest Podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest. A movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Hi, SheQuest. Welcome to SheQuest podcast guest series. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. This series of podcast shows is titled Beauty of Relationships, Help Yourself, Help Others. This month, we explore and dive deep in the beauty of relationships. And for me, that means going beyond our relationship with others and look at the relationship we have with ourselves and our inner voices first this month i thought i would bring the podcast close to home i have hoped to interview my dad my best friend my husband and an extra bonus guest (laughs) my brother who is visiting uh as well so i thought you know what the heck let's just Mm -hmm. have him on the show um but uh, my hope is this is that through our guests this month, through, you know, my relations, um, that, you know, you start seeing that relationship, your own relationship that you have with others is a direct reflection of how you treat yourself. Also, how building a relationship with your inner voices can empower the relationship with yourself and your life. Uh, so today, <laughs> I'm so very thrilled to have my brother, Alexi Drouin, you now all know my maiden name, <laughs> on the show. Alexei is the vice president of Quantum University in Honolulu, Hawaii. He's an innovative educator and director who creatively leads teams of administrators, experts, and professionals. Together with the founder, our dad, (laughs) he established Quantum University, an online degree granting institution that provides knowledge in integrative medicine to millions worldwide. After more than 15 years of operation, 10,000 students, 500,000 followers, and 10 million video views, Quantum University has undeniably become a leader in holistic healthcare education. But I digress. <laughs> Alexie holds a Bachelor of Arts in Cinema and Television with an emphasis on film production, and finally my brother is super highly organized much more than me <laughs> much more than me and he's an expert in like online education video video production project management um digital marketing and event coordination um and consciousness studies and that's probably the part that I love the most about his bio is that his purpose in life is to raise awareness through love, art, experience, and education. And I love that. Alexi joins me here in my art and yoga studio in Cal Bay. Hi. Hello, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, because here in the program, in Chic West, um, it's really a program where we strive to live aware and bold and whole. I always start my interviews with asking my guests, what makes you feel alive today? Oh my God.
1: Well, right now you, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just like, uh, I'm so warm in the heart. I'm so proud to be uh, on your show. So, uh, so. Love.
0: You- I'm going to oh, cry. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
1: Let's both cry
0: together.
1: <laughs> you know. No, I live for this. I live for actually uh, hear you smile and laugh. Like, uh, I think it was, like, an event I did a few years back where you were in the audience and you were laughing. And I was like, (laughs) you know, you guys, like, I'm just trying to make my sister laugh. Like, (laughs) that thing keeps me uh, alive. There's
0: a story my dad has always said. He's like, because my brother always, when he was a kid, like, he would do, like, um, you know, make stand-up comedy kind of like recreating other people's like jokes and <laughs> yeah, stuff mostly repeating so then, other people's and jokes. like so nobody in our family would laugh but like me so then my my dad was, would always say like well if you had 200 estelle in yeah, the room
1: the whole audience was filled with estelle and then the whole audience i could do uh uh, <laughs> champion de tetris oh, God. sorry it's like inside joke from like 20 years ago but so, still works.
0: full disclaimer and i a bit of a warning this whole podcast might be an entire inside joke yes <laughs> <laughs> and also just like hearing us laugh and i think over the years like i think because we haven't been living in the same location mm-hmm. i think when we do kind of hang out like it's just over the top like yes
1: a little bit I definitely go uh overboard but you and I we go way back man <laughs> <laughs> we, we go back I think I remember you from whenever I can start remembering stuff I that's how far back we go so
0: and by the way I'm the oldest
1: yes you yeah. know but uh but uh, but then I you know even uh yes technically 22 months <laughs> Uh, I know, but then I think I feel like people now think I'm the oldest brother. For some I know, time. I don't know, but I'll, I'll take it. I'm, I just I have like better,
0: it. I better face cream than yeah, you. So I for, think. yes,
1: you must, <laughs> <laughs> or or you have less stress than I do. One of the two, <laughs> one of
0: the yeah. <laughs> two. Um, but before we dive deep in the subject, and it's kind of fun for me. You're actually my second male guest I, on the show. I know, <laughs> I, such Which, a manly
1: show. Uh, <laughs>
0: What's my he quest? <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> um we. i want to talk about your he quest okay. in a bit but um anyways i just want to it's so special for me to have like either dad or you mm-hmm. and it's almost symbolic too. Uh, like that yeah that like the first male i guess that would be on the show would be like the ones like closest to me mm-hmm. i guess but um um so, like, before we dive deep, and I wanted you on because you're such an expert in, like, leadership mm-hmm. and coaching and, like, like organization as well. And, like, that's something I'm really striving more to, I guess, be a little bit more. So I want, I want us to go over that okay, and sure. everything you've learned over the years, I guess, like, leading people and okay. groups of people. Yeah. But before you do that, okay. can you just tell everyone – listening like just what's your story like cultural upbringing where you grew up and, yeah, uh, sure. well, mo, and my, like your, yeah. so yeah and we say like our <laughs> she story but like your he story and how you got where you got and i know it's like it could be so long but like just like no guess, no okay like, well, well let's up, see yeah. where it goes
1: but but most of you my my claim to fame is uh I'm Estelle's uh, photographer in Hawaii. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know about all the other stuff you read in your bio, but if you've ever been on Estelle's Instagram and it's a picture in Hawaii in a yoga outfit in front of a graffiti you're it's me this is i'm the uh, and the, you
0: love doing it i do helps. i
1: do this is why like this is the one place i can brag about it so and i'll, I'll take uh i'll i'll take my uh, my credit but uh gosh you know it's weird i've never tell to uh you know and I'll, I'll try to keep it short but on june 1st 1983, <laughs> 1983. no i mean uh, this is where we we shared the most of our history was when we were younger so we're both born in uh or i was born in a small small town south of quebec city in the bose Beauce, uh to be precise uh and i think around 11 is when uh, we moved out so estelle and i we uh moved a little bit all over the place i think is the best way to describe it and we sort of landed in quebec city for a few years Uh, And then we kind of went, you know, I went back in school from French and English schools and uh, right at, you know, Estelle actually was pretty much very much an inspiration at the time because I was we were both doing theater. Uh, and I wanted to do exactly like what my sister was what? doing. I don't know, maybe I'm trying to hype it up on your podcast. <laughs> no, it was because I was like, I was shooting to go where you went to school uh, yep. for your acting uh, conservancy because uh, at that time, gosh, I was at least doing like five years of theater at the at the high school that I was at and then right at my last year, right before graduating high school is when our father moved to United States. So he went first to Florida and then to California and then I'm like, I want to be an actor uh, California seems to be where Hollywood is. Uh, and I just realized podcasts don't see any of my aunt's gestures, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. You can, you can probably picture me waving my hands around a lot. If He's waving
0: you. his hands Yes, it's, it's
1: theater me. of the mind. Picture me moving my <laughs> hands around. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so I, I, thought, uh, yes, yeah, so I just jumped right on the opportunity and I moved to California, but I soon realized that I was in San Diego, California and not Hollywood, California. But, and, and, and there I still pursued my kind of acting, not career there, but uh, aspiration. And I went, I got a, um, an associate degree in, in theater arts. Uh, and, uh, and that kind of culminated in me doing, um, an extra gig there for master and commander in Mexico where, uh, they have like a big studio. And so, and it's like, usually like an, you know, extra gig is like, you show up there one afternoon, you eat some spaghetti and you leave that kind of thing. And so
0: my brother, what he means by that, he was an extra in the movie, uh, with Russell Crowe, Masters and Commenders. Correct.
1: Yeah. Which which most people have not seen, so if you've not seen it, it's completely normal, but <laughs> it actually won an Academy Award, but... Did it? Yeah, what? for like, best cinematography or Amazing. something. Yeah. yeah, so it was funny, because at the time, we were like, somebody else had told us, there's another, because it's a ship and not pirate movie, but kind of, and they were like, there's another movie being shot right now with pirates and ship, and we were like, we have Russell Crowe, we're like we're, we're like, we're so set, and then they were like, oh, no, this other movie, it's got skeletons and stuff. We're like, ha, 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 skeleton. Turns out this other movie was Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, my God. So <laughs> it's like seven movies later and one park, wow. you know. And so, yeah, so clearly the other movie had a bit more uh, leg. So, so I did that. And, you know, and it, it, that was an experience that was, was uh, real influential for many different reasons. First, I think it's when I realized that it's just as much fun being behind the camera as it is being in front. Uh, and um, I tell this story all the time, but I remember this guy was training us out of fake fight because when you're on a movie he said, you don't actually really fight. Uh, and this guy was like teaching us a fake fight and really it was like 40 year old guy that was looked like he was playing like a kid and I think that kind of does 40
0: year old that was playing like yeah, a kid yeah well
1: he's teaching us how to sword fight for fake like so of course he looks like he's having a blast he's probably getting paid a boatload of money to teach everybody how to fake fight and I'm like you know that sounds like a really awesome way to you know an awesome career to have uh, and you don't necessarily need to be in front of the camera and then I, I you know and I got to see the behind the scene a lot uh, and then and as well the the other part that was important is that it was in mexico and i got paid for at my age was a lot of money and and they paid for everything else so i had uh, some money that allowed me to travel to europe after so right after doing that for about four months uh i went back to canada for a little bit where we hung out in montreal uh my sister and i and then we uh and then me and my best friend went to europe for almost a year it was about nine nine ten months Uh, And that's when I did quite a bit of traveling. And I think that was very formative as well for my for my years, my experience, get to see the world travel, just basic survival. (laughs) times, Uh, And then yeah, just kind of life school a little bit and also broaden your horizon. And, and it was always fantastic. Like you talk about like, Oh, what makes you alive, that kind of stuff. Like, I remember just like every new corner I, you would walk in. Cause you go to Europe, like often there, you walk in new your corner, you're like, I've never seen this corner. It's like, you know, it's a brand new thing that, you know, so I, I love that, uh, that aspect. I did about 14 countries, uh, did travel, you know, like the backpacking kind of stuff, you know, on a shoestring budget at the time. And, uh, yeah. And then I came back and at that point I was like, you know, I, I, I got to go back to school cause I'd pretty much shaken a, Uh, an extended break from school, which, but it was school of life, you know, getting to work on a movie and traveling across the world. Like that's the best school you can have in certain cases. So uh, I think it was certainly part of my, and my educational uh, growth. And then, so at that point returned, my father was still in San Diego. uh, And so I moved there uh, and then went to school in LA. Uh, and also at the same time, at that point, my father had founded the school that was just an institute. So I would help out, you know, often, and I'd always been good with computers. I think that was, you know, I got lucky that I, uh, my, my father invested in a computer at a young age. And so, uh, so I would always do little things like that, the website, this, this, this that, and then I went to school, uh, film school in LA at Cal State Northridge, uh, and that was fantastic as well. I mean, tons of great connections. and and it was really um also was very insightful as far as how to tell stories, uh, edit, and so more the production aspect of it, which at that point I was just fascinated. I just love. It. And and again, it's like when it comes down to it, you know when you're you know that's why I loved it so much because when you actually do movies, you know, at, at least for my experience in those scenarios, it just looked like a bunch of kids playing around with big toys, you know, instead of having your, your toys, whatever it is, you're running around with cameras and so on. So it's, it is like playing, you know, and that's when you're in a flow state and creating art and so on. So, uh, so I did that, I graduated. And after that, at that point, the school had picked up. So we, uh, we moved from California, the Institute to Hawaii to make it a university. Uh, and that was about 2007, 2008. Uh, and then I just kind of buckled down. I kind of put my head down, did quite a bit of work, uh, for the school. And, uh, you know, we created all sorts of courses and, you know, from what was just a master's program and a doctorate, we did a bachelor's program, uh, uh, PhD program as well. Uh, and then, and I would say around 2000, between 2009 and really certainly around 2012, is when, you know, it really was like the hockey stick kind of growth. And then we went from just being I'm sorry, it's just my father and I uh with Maria and their whole team to, you know, getting 12 employees and then 12 employees 20 and then now we're about 30. We have uh 9,000 students, 2,000 full-time students, uh and 150 like total kind of network. Uh, and the reach, you know, online and Facebook and so on, because we started early is millions, you know, and so that's just from doing a little bit of work every day. Uh, and yeah, so that that's sort of, you know, here. Yeah, yeah, that's and now I'm in Hawaii. I'm, I'm, I'm just so 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 grateful. So happy to be there. I've Got a little dog. I've got a girlfriend. It's like my my house is by the beach uh i'm i'd so i so know that i'm so lucky where i'm at i'm so grateful uh and i'm uh, so i'm that's that yes so that that's where i'm at now i continue to work hard and kind of push the limit and to a certain degree like this is a non-traditional i think we were talking about that like both my sister and I to a certain degree have had non-traditional childhoods you know are, you know just you know if you've listened to the podcast, but my father it's it's very non-traditional uh, and to have that kind of journey to go from like a small little rural town in Quebec, uh, to somehow make it in California and then travel to through Europe and then land in Hawaii. I know, like I didn't even think of going to Hawaii before. I I, I moved know there.
0: when I when I say you guys are there, like it feels so <laughs> random. Like, yeah, my dad and my brother live know, in Hawaii. I know. I know. Sometimes people
1: look at me like, is he just like you? <laughs> are you saying the truth right now, or are you just pulling my leg? So uh, I know I'm very uh, grateful being there, and it's but I, and on the other end, and and. I'm sure we'll we'll get to talk about that, but it's that non-traditional pathway that now I think where I'm at in my life has led me to discover and go back to school to a certain degree, really to learn more because I didn't go to school for leadership or I didn't go to school for administrating a university or you know it it kind of manifested in front of me uh, and and now it's it's about uh, learning to to so so it's a whole I think episode of my life of really growing in, in that uh, in that fashion.
0: Yeah, and I guess what leads me to the next question is like how important is like building a relationship with yourself and how has it helped you build a relationship with others and like maybe think more in like, a, like managing your people there at the school. Um, like how, I guess, how does like leadership comes in place and um at Chiquest we talk a lot about like everyone's a leader Mm -hmm. like and like to claim that like your inner leader like it's not because you're like a stay-at-home mom that you're not a leader you're actually like the most important leader of all like and like for for me I always think like it starts in the home like it doesn't I feel sometimes like we think of leaders as as, like politician and this and that Mm -hmm. like people that have a voice but it's like Everyone has a voice. Yeah, well,
1: I think that the classic example is like when you're at the, the in the airplane and they're doing like the, the video at the beginning, like you got to put your mask on before you got to help the next person. So, and, and this is like, because ultimately like, it, it, you know the expression is lead by example and it's it's tougher than it sounds like you go like lead by example and you go like really it's a lot more like it seems a lot easier to just slap somebody around and go like you do this and bark orders and so on but turns out we're all adults here nobody wants to be barked orders at you know and true motivation comes out from within true sustained motivation like you can yell at somebody and get them to do something in the moment but if somebody is it, has matched their inner motivation, their inner self towards the same goal that you have, and you get to foster that, that's that's leadership. And that it's because you've created a leader inside of that and inside of that person.
0: So how do you cultivate your inner leader?
1: Uh I'm I'm not gonna go out there claim like I'm I'm like uh like some, you know, I'm Nobody's
0: perfect. Nobody's (laughs) perfect. Let's start
1: with with this. And you know, and I think like I wanted to, to share this and I, I, I mentioned it to you, but I think this part of like listening to yourself, your inner self is so important. And I, I got to learn it kind of the hard way uh, where at the beginning of the year this year, uh, you know, it was it's, you know, just stress, work stress. And there was tons of meeting and combined with, you know, a whole picture. I don't have to, 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 to point out every detail, but I came. um I had just uh, the weirdest, it was like, I had a fever. And then the next day I was like, oh, my ear is blocked, right? Did I tell did I not tell yes, you Yes, and I, I
0: can, can't wait for you to tell uh, them.
1: So I go, my ear is blocked. And I've had this before where it's like my, you know, I don't know, you got wax in your ear or something like that. And, you know, and then it was the weirdest thing where we actually had a, uh, uh, I guess it's, you know, a different form of leadership as well, but it's like a, a team building, a, a team building day where we would go out in Hawaii, uh, we rent these two. They're not, they're outriggers, these giant canoes. And we put our teams and then we kind of compete back and forth, just racing around. Then we'd go to an Island. This is what we did actually. Um, and we, uh, we got to the other side and we were swimming and all that stuff. And, and what happened is that day, like I woke up and I was not, you know, not feeling well and I probably should have stayed home, but I, I pushed everybody to be like, be there, you know? And then I was like, I can't bail out now. Like I got to be there for the team. And so I do all of that and I come back home and I'm like, oh gosh, I just like, I feel my, and then you just went swimming, you know, sometimes you got water yeah. in your ear. So you're like, okay, I just got water in my ear. And then the next day I wake up and it's both my ears and I'm going like, oh my God, both my ears are blocked. And then to the point where it was very like, I felt like I was, you know, you're like living in an airplane, but you're at home. Like, it's like, Wr. and so, so I, I did like every home recipe. I was like putting whatever in my ear, which probably wasn't a good thing. <laughs> And then at some point I knew it. Well, yeah. Cause I'm like putting like olive oil in my ear. No. I swear to God, what? I read the internet and then no. said, Oh no, no, did I did not. not. was watching no. YouTube. I did not Google that. That's like a, probably a <laughs> uh, advisement there for people, but so, uh, and I remember, I think I was playing something on my phone and it sounded like a failed speaker. And I looked at Kate and I was like, my phone is broken. <laughs> she looked at me and was like, no, your phone is not, not broken. And I was like, I was taking it very well, but I was like kind of freaking out on the inside cause I I couldn't hear. So I was like, let's go to the ER, right? Cause I, I couldn't hear anymore. Like Kate and I were texting to each other in front of each other to communicate. Uh, and I get to the and then I'm there. Oh, it's just like wax or water. I've been swimming, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. I get to the ER and then they look at my ear. There's like, no, there, there's no wax buildup. Uh, there's no. So I'm like, oh, this is okay. this is weird. And then the, they go like, you've got to see a specialist. So the next day they book me a, a, an appointment with a specialist first thing in the morning. Um, and and they go like. I uh so t- turns out, which is the weirdest thing. Like this is when like the doctors just don't know. They go, like, you had I had uh, southern hearing loss syndrome, which means they just didn't know what. It just and I lost pretty much all my ear. Thank God it actually came back. So it mostly came back on this left ear and right ear. I'm still struggling a little bit, but uh it's mostly back. But it was quite a rude awakening. And and I think the tie-in to what we're talking about is in my healing process from that, because it took weeks and weeks afterwards to recover my hearing on, on both sides. Uh, it, it was an ass, it was twofold. I think there was, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, there's things in life that you, uh, you don't want to hear or, <laughs> you know, or, uh, and then it was like my body telling me like, You don't have to hear this, you know. It's it's a. I know a way. Oh, you don't want to hear this? I know a really good way. It's a bit dramatic. You'll lose all your hearing, but I promise it works. Um, And but the second part was I had to listen to my inner self, which I don't think I I was doing at the time. Uh, And And that
0: forced you to do that.
1: Yeah, like I I remember the first time
0: you told me that story. Like it felt, it was really symbolic for you. Like you, you realize you're like like this has no explanation. Like I completely lost my hearing and like, it was a lot to do with perhaps like boundaries as well. Yeah, and yeah, like absolutely. just learning that, but like, and for me, like that story, for me, that's your he story. You yeah, know?
1: it could, and it definitely is. That like That
0: is because like, and like out of that, like, and like how slow the recovery was, we're like, okay, so how do I listen to my yeah. inner? Because like, and that's another thing, like I in Chic West we talk about, is like you cannot have a voice if you can't hear your own voice.
1: Yes, correct. like,
0: and so that's why like techniques like you know chanting or like singing and stuff helps because you you're finally hearing your voice. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, and another thing I really love is um I read somewhere as like a quote it said uh, your soul is contained in your voice. Mm-hmm. Because really, like your voice is like your vibration, yeah. like it's, and your vibration is your Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like completely simplistic, like saying, like I'm just saying, but yeah. Like, and, and
1: you think, like I'm, like I'm. I guess we both are, but I'd be considering myself like an extroverted person, and you know, I I, I speak with, I think before even this, I'm episode, introvert.
0: What? Yes. get out of here yes. you're not
1: introvert I am miss I've got an acting degree I'm introvert
0: but see that's where people get messed up because you, like you mean? that that for me like I love public speaking and I mean I do it every week but what gives me energy is like the happiest i am is like alone in my studio. Really? Yes.
1: That's that's where you get like your your
0: Yes. that's common. where i get my charge is like alone and like studying and stuff mm. and I, a lot of people like misjudge because like i'm so outgoing yeah, and like sure. i like i do i do love public speaking look but... how
1: much people misjudge even her own brother, brother did not know oh the... <laughs> oh wow that's that's well uh i guess her brothers an, ex- uh, an extra extra bro- or at least yeah. i, I, yeah. I and, and i do agree like i even if when i'm on i'm on but when i do come home like that's when i i recharge the battery and yeah. I, I do understand that uh i do though like. Like I was just, uh, I'm going to name drop this, just at Harvard (laughs) doing a communication class. But it's like the only Harvard I'll ever uh, uh, get. And it's like a two-day training. So nobody get too excited. But But it was
0: a leadership.
1: It was a leadership, a leadership communication. And then, and they're there like, you know, because it's something crazy. Like more people are afraid of public speaking. Than they are to like get hit by a bus or something. Like that. <laughs> wow! No, I know, I know it's something. Where literally, like it's the biggest fear wow. in the world. And I'm going like, no, like I'm like I, I want to speak yeah. in front of person. Like they actually split up the two groups, and because we, we all got to do a speech, and they split up the two group into are Like you split up the group, it, I wanted to talk to everybody. Like <laughs> I was like I I get like I do get a certain amount of energy from uh, the social aspect of it. And don't get me wrong. Like there's times I just want to hide in my cocoon. So yeah, so there's a, so it's not like I didn't think I had my voice. I think there's yeah. a time where, um, I think
0: for you, it was more about like inner listening. Correct. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, uh, and I think you're right. Setting boundaries as well. Like, because there, there's times in life where it's like, um, well, I just read actually some uh, the Harvard Business Review article that was. <laughs> the, it, it's it's actually one of the most downloaded article from the Harvard Business Review, uh, from like 1960. Oh, we'll have and to link still, it. We
0: can link it in yeah, the show notes. Yeah, and it's, notes, and it's yeah.
1: called like uh, "Who's Got the Monkey" or something like that. I'll have to get the. that's probably yes, and then, but it's uh, it's when you're a leader or a manager, like there's a point where like you run because you run r- run your own business, and even actually to a certain degree, you just hire like uh, like an assistant. And you've had people to help you. So there's a point when you get to a certain size of a business where you can't do anything, everything by yourself. You have to start delegating. And then at first it's easy, and they call them actually inflection points where you get to about 12 people or so. And there's a bit of a challenge there because it's not the same that running a four person business, running a 12 people business is different when you're at 25 and 30 is completely different ballpark. Right. I think it's like when you, uh, you know, so, uh, so, and then what happens at some point when you manage a bunch of people, they'll come with their problems to you. And I think what ends up happening is this, is what the article was about is that it's like somebody comes over and they bring their monkey to you and then they give you their monkey and they go, this is my problem. Can you help me solve the problem? And a lot, I think our, our general reactions to just take their monkey and go like, oh, let me work on it a little bit. I'll pass it back to you.
0: Interrupting this incredibly heart opening episode to let you know about my new yoga channel. If you're listening to this podcast as a SheQuest member, this feature is included with the membership sisterhood community. Yay! More than 10 yoga practices and curated yoga playlists for each class. Classes and programs are being uploaded on a monthly basis. If you aren't part of the membership and would like to try the yoga channel, this option is now available. Use the coupon Yoga. that's S-H-E-Y-O-G-A, all big letters, to get one month free And tell the women and men you know and love about this stunning opportunity to develop a home yoga practice. quest membership doors will open again in January. But until then, enjoy my yoga channel and say yes to moving, yes to connecting with your body, and yes to SheQuest. Now back to our ever-expanding conversation.
1: But what happens? Is you collect everybody's monkeys, and next thing you know, Friday night you're still dealing with their monkeys. They're out going to the home and having dinner with their family, or taking the weekend off, or something, and you're there working all our weekend long. So, uh, the idea of boundaries is saying like, no, these are not my monkeys, and it's kind of hard. I think a lot of people want, you know, have this inkling like they want to work and want to, you know, be in 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 the mud they're dealing with all these problems but that's not true leadership like if you're just taking on their monkeys solving it for them and then passing it back they're not growing as individuals and it's it feels like it's quicker in the moment you go like oh that's quicker i'm just going to do it myself but it's not like the true leadership is to foster that individual to get to solve the problem by themselves and they want your help you come you you check in you give them you know not even give them advice you really just ask them questions on how they would best solve it and find it inside of them the answers Cause then they'll be able to to solve it for the rest of their life. You know, it's the classic uh don't don't teach uh don't give a man a fish or whatever. I'm gonna screw this expression <laughs> teach teach a fish to, love, to uh whatever. I love, you know?
0: I love that story though, because um I love the monkey metaphor yes. too. And I think too, it can be almost like uh juxtapose in like our our fam, like in our like sure. anybody like anybody else family. Let's say, like, you know, you're quantum university like employees they really are kind of like a little family yeah, absolutely. like and then yes. i think you can and two, like um i saw something last week something like like you can really learn from that story within your own like family you know boundaries within your own family mm-hmm. and that saying it was like a saying me too i'm gonna butcher it but it was like family is everything and mm-hmm. it's like actually family is not everything exactly. and you're allowed to have like boundaries with your yeah, family and so. you don't have to collect like, like everybody's monkeys. Cause then like at the end, then you're just and, like,
1: yeah. And then, and I think, and what was nice so that article was written, written in 1964. And then they added an the addendum from, uh, uh, gosh, Franklin Covey, I believe, which is a more modern, you know, writer of, of, uh, leadership uh, material. And, and cause the truth is, I think, but even back in the sixties or seventies, I think it was this uh control and command kind of leadership right right? it's like it's very much like you do this this is it this almost like military kind of style but now it's really I, i i think we're well into the empowerment age of leadership which is not about command and control it's about let let people uh let people be leaders by themselves because guess what you as a leader shouldn't be taking on their monkey you have a gorilla to go fight, like in the other room. That's you as a leader. You should be taking on the gorilla. Mm. Let them take care of the monkeys. And I think that's, it's harder said than, 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 uh, than done. But that's, you know, that's certainly where I, I'm trying to evolve too in, in the leadership space because I think it's, uh, and it's harder said than done, you know, I'll, and I'm, I'm certainly not a master at it uh, as well, uh, but it's a mix of creating boundaries, Fostering and coaching people to be the right uh, the, the the right individual certainly connecting also with their their mission and their vision of who they want. But to I find be it's themselves.
0: it's hard too. Like it makes me think like when people sign up for because I've been doing so many online, and mm-hmm. I mean your whole university is run yes. like yeah. online and um like i used to get a kick out of like people think i'm gonna fix them mm-hmm. <laughs> and Correct. i and yes. and it was like oh like now they sign up for this like okay like fix me and i was like no 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 but it's this whole framework of like okay tell me what to do yeah like like okay style like tell me what to do like give me instruction like yeah. one two three and like what do you do and i was like no but like a connection to yourself that's not how it works like connect to your soul or your inner voice, it, like. And it's, like, the most, like, paradoxical thing where, like, I can't teach you to do that. Like, you need to, like, be curious and find the ways that, like, works best for you. And I guess I'm going to tie it to the next question with, like, like, how do you... Foster that inner leader like in yourself, like what do you do now? Like after this whole ear like drama, and well, like, you know, I, I think I did so that all the, it doesn't happen again. I, uh, I'm,
1: I'm sure you cover super well in your stuff, and and uh, yeah, I did meditation and yoga. Uh, I um, I think too, it was weird. What, what's
0: your schedule? Like, do you do like
1: I, I wake up very, very early and then I try to do it? So, I'm actually, uh, I didn't read the book, but I, I did this, uh. It was on YouTube, and they do these great recaps. I I think it's called The Productivity Game, and it's a great, Ooh. great real uh, show on YouTube that breaks down kind of leadership and self-improvement books and gives it to you in like a 10-minute kind of format, and they were talking about The Miracle Morning. Have you heard about that one? No. So, and I'm sure it's much more extended, but this was the shorter version of it. It pretty much entails like, you wake up in the morning. You don't look at your phone. You know, you don't. You just wake up quietly. Uh, you know, get out of bed, and then you go for a walk, a five minute walk. And it's more like a meditative walk where, you know, you're not looking at your phone, you're walking around, you're looking at nature, you're trying to hear stuff, you're trying to connect. And and, in my in case I have uh, my little dog, Maya. so I Yeah, I was going to say,
0: like, it's easy for us because we have dogs. Well, yeah, so it
1: really works out well because she's, like, first thing in the morning, she's up. I bring her out, and then uh, and and where I walk is, like, right by the ocean, and then there's a palm tree. Sometimes it's, like, the moon and everything, and it's just gorgeous. And then you walk for about five minutes, uh, and, and there's where I kind of do a – you know, I've kind of grown to do my own thing there, but I do some stretching or some light yoga kind of thing. Uh, And then you're supposed to do some affirmation as well. Like things like, you know, what, you know, the, what you want, you know, like I am a leader or, you know, saying something in a mantra mantra in the, you know, in the present tense. Uh, So the, so, and then you run back home which uh so which when you think about it like a five minute walk the running back home is going to take you like a minute (laughs) like 45 seconds so it's not enough of a run where you're even going to break a sweat but it's enough to get your heart rate going uh and then what the book prescribes when you get home then you pick up a book and then you write away because then your your blood is going you know you're into it then you pick up a book and then you and it's kind of you're supposed to annotate stuff and You don't, you know, maybe read 10 pages or something, not like an, like a big amount. And then you try to digest, make it applicable, get something out of it, write it down. Uh, And then you go on with your day kind of thing. So, and then that also, so not only does it feed the body, but it also feeds the brain, which is also an important part I think of. Uh, being a leader. Uh, in my case, I go straight to work, because my work a lot of time involves reading and digesting stuff. So I feel like I'm super with it. And then what I learned, I was doing that in the morning. And then I start to do it more often in the day where I don't maybe like take as much of that meditative sense. Uh, but I'll take my dog for a walk and then I'll just run back, especially if I feel like I hit like some sort of not writer's block in my case, that's less applicable, but where I'm like, oh, I'm just exhausted. I need a like another, you know, instead of having another cup of coffee or, or whatever, or just like crashing and just, you know, looking at Facebook for the next half hour, I just stand up, I do a walk, I run back and then I'm good. I can go for another like two, three hours um so uh so yeah so that's what i do right in the morning
0: so that's kind of like your little soul ritual
1: yes yeah definitely I
0: love that and that Um, works for you you know that
1: works for me but i love
0: and the phone thing oh my god i don't my phone is not in my bedroom anymore and i try like it's been like after seven i try to not have my phone with me i mean on weekends i guess um and i try to take sometimes like like breaks or like even like a day off like you know a week. i
1: i remember ironically i saw this on my phone but uh <laughs> no, it was a video and the guy was like it's like almost like a philosophical conversation you should have is like does your phone have the right to interrupt you with yeah. whatever oh, it is right love like, that. You're like you're you're it's your life like you're somehow like they're uh in like uh intervening or in, injecting themselves in your life with stuff that it's not really like a you know important. This important. Yeah.
0: I know. I think sometimes like we're gonna look back at this time and being like, What the fuck? We were our No, phone. I
1: think what happens is we have to discover as like it sounds a bit weird to say that but, but as a human race for us to deal with it, I think it it sort of happened. what really it is, like to a certain degree, is like like Facebook is so good of a product that it's that addicting that you want that it creates this rush of dopamine yeah. and, and it's almost, it has this, Oh my God, like people are liking my stuff, even though it's just, it's all kind of virtual. And then the thing is, I don't think we had that understanding of the implication of what it meant. Yeah. And, both, and it
0: gets so much yeah. more complex too. And like for you and I, it's like part of our work now. Yeah. It's oh like yeah. yeah, yeah. The reality it's of- baked,
1: And so what happened is that like, as I noticed this, I would be like, Oh, everything was well, I've just finished my work, I close up, and, and then right before going to bed, I'd check my emails, and then it would be some sort of work work, uh, work thing that obviously I wasn't going to deal with, because I was going to go to bed, but now I'm starting to think about yeah, it, yeah. and now it's spinning in my head, and I wake up in the morning, and it's spinning in my head. And then, but I'm not going to get to it until whatever nine until I, I actually like start attacks. So now, like, it's consumed my my mental for a certain amount because I let it in. Yeah. So what I, I so at one point when I kind of became aware of that, I was like, uh, I just. So I disabled all my notifications, like all of them. Yeah, like, I've done except, that too. Except for the phone and, and text. Because and text. Yeah. I'm like, this is real people. I know, and email
0: home. too. I have i don't have email because I was like, you know what? If it's important enough, people are going to call me.
1: <laughs> yeah, or they'll call me twice or they'll leave a message. Uh, and uh, no, so, so that's what I thought. I disabled everything else. And then I built in, I don't know what, like a do not disturb, like starting at like five. And then, and it actually like, it forced me to go like, so when I'm at night, like I don't look at my emails. Like I, if, if I'm not going to be able to get to my emails, I just don't look at them because it doesn't, you know, it's not worth it kind of thing. And yeah. Yeah. So those again, creating boundaries.
0: Yeah. I love that. Um, so, uh, I guess like, so for somebody that's like had no concept of like this kind of empowered leadership or, or, Um, I know one of the teachers here locally, she calls it embodied leadership. Mm -hmm. Um, so if somebody like came to you and was like, look, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, like this whole inner leader thing, like, um, what would you tell them? Like some, like one thing you could do to just like, just start fostering that relationship with your inner leader, like, um, how would you
1: yeah go about that? Uh, so I think that the angle that i'm I'm most fascinated with or I'm, I've been trying to incorporate more is that the coaching aspect of leadership because I really feel like coaching is the the next kind of leadership uh, and with that to a certain degree if if, it, if like it, it's always hard to boil it down to like a very small thing uh, and I guess I'll <laughs> make my one thing like the smallest thing so I think they talk a lot about uh, behavior change. Uh, and I guess the, the the word I'd use there is micro-behavior
0: change. Oh, my God. That's what we use in SheQuest. We, yeah, no. we, we talk about – oh, my God. I love micro-behavior change. We say daily small acts that's it. of bravery.
1: That's it. So, it, so because – High We Ha-t- five, woo! Five, woo! Five, I say the same thing. The it's words. just it's like
0: different language. Yeah, yeah, no. And and
1: I think that because uh, if you look at behavior change, like uh, uh, I saw a conference from a guy, Matt Walbert. Uh, at a Fitbit conference and like any, so you think behavior change, like, oh, you got to change how you eat because it's going to make you healthy or you're going to lose weight or something like that anything you do. Like, it's not just that. It's not just your health choices. It's literally everything you do. When you decide to wake up in the morning, like it's a behavior in some way or another. And if you want to change your life, you have to change the behavior. So really like at the core, that's the science that really needs to be like studied in order to get anybody to do anything. Like if you're trying to lead somebody to do a certain thing, you're trying to get them to change their behavior in some sort of capacity. And the problem is that a lot of time we're, we're at a, a stage or at least the type of work that I deal with, like the project is humongous. Like, it's not just like, Oh, you do this and this is it. Well, it's done, you know, and same thing with personal change, you know, you're it's, it's a long road. It could take years. It could take months, whatever it is. And then you're going to say like, Hey, you know, I want you to run a marathon or whatever, 10 miles. And you're going to be like, Hey, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stand <laughs> like, couch. Um, so yeah so micro change but uh, unless if you said hey just just go out just breathe some air just walk around Mm -hmm. the block that's it and you do that for a week you know and then oh and then next week feel a little bit better yeah i love um, elizabeth
0: gilbert often tells this story of how she got out of her depression and uh, on the first one of the things she said i love she's like One day, instead of being on the left side of the couch, I decided to go on the right side of the couch. And then the next day, I decided to go, like, just somewhere, like, just moving places, but, like, just keep on, like, leaping and, like...
1: Well, and the part there, too, that I love, like, if you looked at some of, like, Dr. Joe Dispenza's work kind of stuff, it's the unknown, right? mm -hmm. that. It, most people like you think you're a unique individual and you're you know you strive in that that kind of thing, but reality is probably like you wake up at this similar time, you eat about the same breakfast every day, you listen to the same TV shows, you drive to the you use the same road to drive to your office, and then you do the same work. You come back, you know whatever it is, it's like pretty much you do the same thing every day. And now you're going like I have this big dilemma, this problem, and I can't find the answer. It's because you're not you don't have something unique or unknown yeah. that allows you to have to find the, the the creative solution to it yeah and so doing i mean doing simple things like being on the other side of the bed uh or maybe traveling to the other side of the
0: world yeah. right? and at, at chi quest we do it through we threw it through creative leaps we do art every day a little every yeah. day or we do. so like, what does
1: that so what does that mean exactly like so you have them do
0: so well my classes usually are 21 days or seven Mm -hmm. days and we call them like mindful art so they'll do like five minutes of like either doodles or watercolor work and uh and it's insane because you're literally tapping in the in the you know part of the brain that you know is creative yeah (laughs) so you're doing a creative leap every day so then so the brain doesn't know any better whether you do art because art takes risk art art is complete unknown, like you you start, you have a blank page, and then you make something out of nothing. And
1: then I bet those people that so were then, like, oh, do this for me. It's so then like, anything you do,
0: well, yeah.
1: that's a bit like, if you go like, well, you doodle every day, they'll be like, what are you but that's
0: about? but that's really complex. And, um, and we're kind of going off grid there. But, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's such ingrained in like our school, this framework, or like, just regurgitating like the teacher's word or like you know da 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 and then when they come into a soul connection class or they're like oh i know there's more out there in life Mm -hmm. you know um but all your life you've been told well do one two three and then you'll get four (laughs) or whatever you know so it's it's hard to get out of that mindset where like oh like i can choose what I want to do are like, wait a minute. Like, I don't love that, but I love that type of thing. So I think, I mean, most people and online class in a way it's like ideal because you have the flexibility to be like, you know, I'm going to work then. And and
1: that's the other part too, that I've been uh, really trying to cultivate. And it's, you know, it it use, and there's the right mix of balance there, but in the position I'm at. So not only do I study that kind of stuff, like, Oh, coaching and behavior change. And, uh, because I, I think at the core it's the same the same elements that I need to Teach somebody in integrative medicine to for them to help them use with their clients is the same thing. I need to to it's the same type of technique you need to use with your students to get them to finish their homework or do their assignments. It's it's behavior change as well, right? And so and but uh, I've also been lucky to go to a few different conferences like South by Southwest or ESU GSV, and it's like so. I'm I'm also very much avid in. Uh, online learning specifically. and uh, and and there, as well, I think there's been a movement towards uh, micro learning, which is you know, a different conversion of the same thing, which is boiling down something in a, a more of a bite-sized uh, uh, module of information. Uh, and then and combining all of those things with leadership. And I think that's really ultimately where you know I'd like to go is being able to combine that all uh, in a way where, uh, there's a right mix of leadership. There's a right mix of education. And then people become their own, you know, coach. Because I, I, I think that, you know, I think the success of seeing somebody, coaching somebody is that they turn around and they, they get to coach other people. And then I guess that'd be the, the, the way to see that they become leaders. That's right. From lead
0: by by example.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, Yay! Yay! You're so inspiring! Woo! Uh, you always say like I'm inspiring, but like you're inspiring too. No. And I'm so proud of no, you. I'm so proud of you too. <laughs> no, but I and then
1: I, I really am. And I think you like you, uh what's beautiful is I think your your creative expressions are like I mean, right now we're in your studio and it's surrounded by vivid colors of paintings of, but
0: you get of to be creative and, through like your work that's too. correct and like
1: and so when i and i think that's and there's a lesson there i think so because a lot of people go like oh my god like this is a true artist you're painting and you're doing this we're but all artists. no correct like i i could be coding a website <laughs> some sort of very blame thing and then i'm like i'm high-fiving myself because i feel just as creative because i yeah. i'm doing something uh that that fuels my my mission right yeah and uh and and so uh so and actually like i think you were can i can i see your piece of paper again no the first page oh yeah all right because you're like oh i'm so this is the line i like the most right his purpose in life is to raise awareness and so i um i actually tweet that this year so i should probably update my bio but so i i was feeling like and and this came from like the abraham hicks there i went there uh at the beginning of of the year but it's not my job to raise awareness in somebody. And so I'm, I'm actually modifying it to lead people to awareness uh, because it's, you know, there's, there's actually also like when I was at the, this Harvard, the coaching uh, leadership strategy course, you know, there's times where you're like, you know, cause coaching is hard. Like coaching is like, you're, you know, the difference between like, cause cause you have a master's degree in counseling, right? So counseling is different than, than, than coaching, like counseling, maybe, maybe, deals more with the past or something like that. Or if you're a consultant, you like, you have all the answers, like Estelle, this is what you should do. Yeah. Like now coaching is, you know, what, what Estelle, like you yeah. tell me, right. Yeah. And then you have to kind of drag it out. You have to let the person reach that conclusion yeah. by themselves. Yeah. And sometimes you stand there and you go like, you yeah. just want to, you just want to go like, Hey, just tap yeah. along. Well,
0: I love that because I think that's what I was getting where like people sign up they're like, tell me what to do. But then I'll tell them, let's say, like, what, what do you love? And then yeah. they're like, Oh, my God, I've never asked myself yes. that question. And yeah. it's like, it's almost like a grieving process. It's like, what do I love? Yeah. Like, what, like, wait a minute. And then like, you know, and I guess like, I'm trying to kind of link it back, like, like, you were doing that, too, when you were, like, little, kind of, like, leading people, like, you know, by l- making people laugh. Oh, and yeah. Just like, it's
1: a different expression. It, yeah, that. it's absolutely. a different
0: expression of that. So, you haven't gone really far. from. Yeah. This, like, it,
1: uh, no, I know that's it. And I think that's... Um, kind of linking back to what i learned that from like a an acting director because you know you come in especially when you're younger and you want to be an actor and you're fueled with that especially if you go to school because your acting classes are the fun classes to go yeah. to right because you're mostly Gosh, i playing. learned so
0: much through acting school like yeah acting school, of course yeah. right
1: like there's so much life lessons and then he t- told us because then you know who knows next class might be math right or might be just st- whatever it is like something that just like uh, is not as much fun as playing around with a bunch of, you know uh, adults on stage. But then he had the message of saying like that, the same amount of energy that you're funneling through the role that you're playing or, you know, the play that you're doing, whatever it is, you could funnel that energy into anything you want. Like my case, like I found myself times where I'm funneling that through an Excel spreadsheet. right? And you're like, (laughs) this is not like where you think you'd apply your artistic energy. Uh, But sometimes that's one of the pieces of the puzzle. Like, you know, uh, that's not the most exciting or, you know, uh, it's not you're on stage being, you know, applauded by people. Uh, but it's that same, that same energy. Well, Alexi,
0: you are doing that. You are um, widening people's lens on, you know, through work with love and You I, really I, are. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. 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 All right. okay. I, oh. um, I have like quick answers, questions.
1: <gasps> now I'm nervous. Okay. Fire <laughs> questions. Where are we? Okay. Okay. Do
0: you have a favorite mantra?
1: well I don't know it's gonna sound simple but I, I say like simple some,
0: the better yeah
1: sometimes like I I just like acknowledging who I am like I go yeah. like I'm like I'm like no I'm Alexi like yeah. I oh, I, love and actually,
0: I, <laughs> I love that I love
1: that no I yeah. but that's
0: embodied leadership well, like right yeah. there well
1: I remember so it, it it uh so I was uh I the, really like, love
0: the, that uh, actually
1: <laughs> I was like I was embarrassed for a second but I'm glad you like I was It was like the uh so the dr joe dispenses i just love his stuff like just uh it's but he does this walking meditation which is so fantastic by the end of it like you're so embodied by everything and then he goes like walk like you know walk like you're in you are that future self and then it's so powerful because you're there and like your posture is perfect and you're walking. And then, and that's where it's like acknowledge who you are. So, it's like,
0: but you know, you're already that. Yes. <laughs> but that's the
1: point. If in that moment you are that, you're yeah, attracting that's it right. to yourself. Yeah. And so you need to be in that state that's more right. of the time because then yeah. it, it comes to you. And that's why gratitude is so important because so important. gratitude is acknowledging the thing to be there in the present moment That's even right. though it hasn't come to you yeah. so it, it magnifies that attraction to yourself
0: so. we're speaking the same language yes we are <laughs> okay uh, okay quick quick Those okay quick, quick quick okay oh, i don't know okay, you're I'm, gonna okay. laugh at the next one oh, no. what's your favorite flower
1: oh great yeah this is a she quest question <laughs> Uh, my, uh, my flower is, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I don't, know. I want to say something Hawaiian because I, I live there. I certainly like, I love, oh, orchids. Orchids. Yeah, yeah. I love orchids. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Um, favorite book you've read on leadership?
1: Well, I guess it's a, a, a turn there on, um, uh, the coaching thing, the coaching habit. I think it's what it's called. I we can it was, put
0: it in the show notes too. yes
1: yes i and then you know extra bonus one uh, leaders eat last by simon sinek
0: Ooh, Ooh okay thank really you one, yes. and what's your favorite podcast
1: well of course estelle thompson is my favorite <laughs> it's probably the only podcast i've I've, uh, favorited, uh, no, I, so I, not that I, uh, don't listen to too many podcasts. I seem to be on YouTube a lot. So I think like okay. things like the productivity game. It's funny. I never um, think of
0: going on YouTube for that, but yeah, well, and, I'd and love to put, it. I'd love to put like all the, your recos, like the YouTube recos, cause that's all free, right? Yeah, yeah sure. We yeah. can put in the show notes. Is yeah, okay? yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And then the other one, actually I do, I do quite a bit that I find quite meditative is the Abraham Hicks stuff Okay, where I find her, she's in just complete state of flow all the time. Okay. And it's it's very, uh, you know, it's this kind of what we're talking about, just magnified.
0: Amazing. So I,
1: I do do quite a bit of that.
0: Last, coffee or wine?
1: Coffee or wine. Can it be coffee or beer? Is that, <laughs> is that an acceptable yes. conversion? Yes. And then I'll challenge this. Why do I have to pick one of the two? Can I go with both? I mean, the, what time of day is this?
0: <laughs> because
1: <laughs> I can answer these questions oh, very, God. like, uh classic the white. white, non you know, non committal to I you know, I'm gonna have, probably have to go coffee. I I think uh I think that you know, I say that a lot. Like what I've done university have built is like is built on coffee on caffeine. Mm, and he just
0: gave me that organic uh, blend from Hawaii, which mm-hmm, is I amazing.
1: Some
0: organic um coffee. okay, one final question yes. because now you are in I've never done that long of a podcast. I love it.
1: Oh yeah? So that when you're in the flow. I'm, 56
0: minutes. What? Okay, but Good I wanna on ask on. you, I wanna ask you this last What's question. Okay. okay, it's and it's a loaded one, but yeah. I'm gonna ask it anyway. Yes. So knowing what you know about the beauty of relationship, um, and especially the one you have with yourself and your inner leader, what do you wish um people, humans, uh knew about the magic of leadership?
1: Okay. Well, I um you know i think uh, this is a part i'm completely fascinated uh with as far as the leadership component and i think that's where things should go in and it's, it's something that we certainly cover quite a bit at quantum but it's the neuro uh, science aspect of it uh because you don't you kind of don't and that's to it's not matt it's the science i'm going to convert your question from the the magic to the science but this is actually where i think it started to really make sense is that Um, You know, neurochemicals like oxytocin and dopamine and and, and endorphins and serotonin. These are all amazing. These are the things that make you love more and collaborate more with other people. This is what creates more creativity and feelings of pleasure and focus. And, you know, when you exercise, you have that amazing feel-good body. These are those types of, of, uh, of hormones, like serotonin, that builds gratitude and, and flexibility. So when you think about it, when you're a leader... These are the hormones that you should be fostering as a leader, because the opposite side of that, if you have too much adrenaline or noradrenaline, nor and especially cortisol, this creates more stress. It 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 uh, reduces the immune system. It, you're you actually your your uh, your way to see the big picture lowers if you're you have too much cortisol, or it it lessens your ability to collaborate with others. So if you think about it from a leadership perspective, like you should be doing everything in your power to, (laughs) to diminish those negative emotions doing uh, negative hormones and accentuate the positive ones and and it's actually a harder battle than, than you think because most people are actually it's twofold so you know how like more people tend to always focus on the negative part is we're chemically predispositioned for that cortisol state stays active in your body longer mm-hmm. then and so that way you're so you actually have to fight harder to stay yeah. uh, positive positive. Uh and and also like things like cortisol and it's like a rush, like people are actually addicted on that mm. stuff and also now you're fighting against you being addicted to having the cortisol rush of being stressed out by work and you need that if not you don't feel like it's working so now you have to actually reverse that but the truth is if you want to be a good leader and you want to foster an environment and a culture that actually cultivates like good happy worker that are are more perform more collaborative more everything then you should focus on the things that create oxytocin love and serotonin and dopamine so that they are happier this actually makes business this makes scientific sense to think about it that way so for me the magic of leadership is the the science the neuroscience that that follows um uh, that, that conversation i think is Uh, in small
0: micro changes in
1: small micro changes so just smile a little bit more Uh, oh this I got from a Tony Robbins event this is you know so if you're listening to this you're in your car if you're at home just, just, just follow along with me so take your butt no, I, this, I'm telling you, this is going to work. This is scientific. You just shake it around. You know, like just shake your butt cheeks a little bit. You, know? <laughs> then you just go like this. Yeah, look, like it's impossible not to laugh a little bit. It actually makes you feel good. I know this sounds ridiculous, but it's not a no, big, exactly. it's not a big change. You literally just need to shake your ass a little bit and it's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you smile. So this is the type of micro behavior. Of course, you can run a 10k or whatever else makes you happy, or do yoga, or uh, art and doodle. Right? Actually,
0: I have you're gonna laugh. I have a class that's called shaking and dancing, and it's basically what we do. We just yeah, shake our butts. Right, for- right.
1: <laughs> It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's assitude is what it's called. It's good to have good assitude.
0: I can't believe we're finishing this podcast on a butt note. Yes, I know. <laughs> Wait,
1: butt? I like to say.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I could talk to you yeah, forever. It's, it's,
1: it's a, it's a, it's the butt end of the joke, but yes, no, we, we could speak forever. And I'm actually Aww. super grateful because we, you know, and I'm glad this opportunity of the podcast is good because, uh we like I'd like to have more conversation you know we're on the other side of the world a lot of time and you know and we were much much closer I think when in proximity when we were younger and I feel like I feel so close to you because we got to live through that or survive that together when yeah. we were younger that I think that bond will will be there uh forever but yeah. I, I and beyond love you.
0: Forever. and beyond oh i love you so much I, je t'aime, oh, je je t'aime, t'aime, um how can we like support you and where can we find you? Gosh,
1: uh, you can, <laughs> you can find me in my, uh, in my beach in Hawaii. Um, I, I guess I'm on, uh, I'm on LinkedIn or Twitter. So obviously, you know, follow everything quantum university. We, we put out tons of great stuff on, on the internet. Uh, I don't know. I don't do much on Twitter and stuff, but I'm on Alexi Druin. Yeah. I'm one of Estelle's, uh, uh, friends. On Facebook. <laughs> you can find me. Um, Amazing. no I I honestly like I what you could do is just do something for yourself like I because when it boils down to it it's like to do all of this like you've got to find the inner motivation in, in, in you and so I uh and also like I, I've learned things like my greatest friendships and people I was like I, I don't want anything from anybody I think that sometimes that's surprising yeah. from people like people like always you feel like they you expect something from them or they want something from you like I, I just started like with my friends i don't want anything from them and i just want to have a good time if i meet you i just want to have a good conversation and 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 you know that's it like mm-hmm. i so yeah I, I don't want anything from you guys i love you <laughs> I love just support us now. whatever it. she does i uh <laughs> no i uh, that's it i'm just trying to be a good brother uh, oh, and, and I try uh, to be a good sister. That's, that's it. So. Thank
0: you so much for doing this. It's so great. Thank you, SheQuest. Till next time. Bye. Bye.